Welcome to the Pub Meeple Podcast. On this microbrew, we talk about the history of the pub. So grab a brew, join us at the pub, and let's talk board games. All right, guys. Well, uh, it's time to talk about the history of the pub, which is kind of interesting. We've, we've got some notes. We even have notes. We wrote out a timeline. This has been going on long enough that we have a history. Yeah, we, well, so Shrek's been doing some research, uh, and so he's, we've kind of created a uh, timeline here. And it goes. It looks like it goes back to uh, a dark and stormy night, back in somewhere around uh, May or June of 2013. I'm sorry, April. April. We figured it was April 13th, 2013. Uh, we played Lords of Waterdeep. Shuck had just got the game in. Uh, I had already known Shuck. You guys, of course, yeah. And this is the first while you guys were cousins. This is the first time I met you. Yeah. So we met. So we started playing games together, and then, and, and if you want to hear the whole story of that. Go back to episode 26 of our podcast, or our main podcast, and um, we'll, you'll hear the whole story of, of that dark and sordid story of how we started. Oh, yeah. Yeah, tease that. But, Very exciting. Yeah. And then, can you tell us a little bit, because you, you created the, the Facebook page, and you invited us to that. So, so the way this kind of started, and, and um, one th- we, we've talked about it before. Actually, Chuck, you and I have actually talked about this on someone else's podcast or someone else's <laughs> we did. radio show. It was kind of weird. They asked us to like talk about what the pub's all about as if it was something. At back in, 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 even back then, it was less than it is now. And it was kind of weird that we actually got to kind of jam a little bit and riff on, on what we did. And it was the first time I really thought about how did this thing start because it was kind of organic. Um, so we had this bright idea that we're going to be all healthy. And I said, Hey, I got this, (laughs) I got this running routine. You and I can go run around the local college and we'll, we'll be like, you know, get our dad, dad bods in shape. And, uh, we, we would just talk games like all the time and books and books. (laughs) Yeah. Games and books. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so we talked a lot about, I, I guess, designing games at that point too, where we started, designing and i don't remember when the facebook came up but we decided to make a facebook page to try to like get people we were trying to get people to play games with us yeah and well this is the time too where we were like hey let's go to starbucks and like yes whip out survive i forgot we're gonna do that (laughs) (laughs) we never did it by the way that's how you guys got me (laughs) there was this thing no there's this thing where we, we thought it'd be cool like a reality show where we had like a camera crew like like they're gonna let us in starbucks and we were gonna show up and we're gonna have survive under our arm or whatever. And then we're just going to walk up. We had this like line we practice and we're just like, Hey, we like board games. Would you like to play a board game with us? And of course we got a camera crew. They're not going to say no. And then we just play board games with some random people and play strangers, get them in. And of course, back then we thought survive would be a great game to like bring people in on that. Don't know anything about games, you know, not something simple or, Easier, quick. Probably, it was like I never want a game that will actually make them hate us more by the time we're finished. But we didn't know anything, and <laughs> we we talked about doing that, and we we talked about it like as if it was a real thing, not as like some kind of fantasy thing. But like we're ready to just show up and ask random strangers to play games with us. And there's this idea I had, and I mentioned it before to Sean. It's like this idea of a dinner table, right, where we actually have this family that meets. And this is our dinner table. This is the place where we actually sit around, hang out, talk about things that matter, and just be in each other's presence and kind of kind of feed off of that. And that was a big deal for me when we talked about who do we want to be as a gaming group and who do we want to bring into this and how do we create this community in Abilene. 
And while we were running, the name Pub Meeple came out. And it was like this idea of it's a pub. It's a place where we gather as adults. And we ha- that would be our dinner table, would be the pub, whatever that looked like. It wasn't anything else but just this idea of getting people together, playing games, and being a, this this dinner table concept. And so, and so I think it was like the next day I decided to go home, or, or not go home, but I was at work during a break and I'm, I'm sitting here designing this like pub banner, like this old, you like created the logo. <laughs> yeah. The, well, actually, yeah. So I, that was the moment that I created the, the logo that has stuck with us thus far. I mean, it, it's That's right. It, we were obviously a meeple. And then I was like, well, what, what represents a pub? And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to put a beer. I'm going to do it. I, I know this is supposed to be a family thing, but we like beer. We're doing beer. Yeah. So yeah. We, <laughs> we're, yeah, we're totally doing took it. The taboo oh. out of it. And just, yeah, this is, and again, Hold it my was, beer. The, 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 the importance to us, though, is we never associate the two with like unwelcoming or this taboo. To us, that was the welcoming environment. This is this environment where we can come, we can relax, we can be dads, we can bring our families in. It's nothing, you know, uncouth about it. And, and that was the initial idea. So the, the actual pub itself, as far as a community organization game group thing, was a short-lived, it was more of an idea thing yeah. that was really self-contained and really just a few of us friends that that use the Facebook page to connect with one another and plan. I think, I think the, the max we got was like five game nights. Like we did five weeks of games with the pub Facebook page. And that was the end of that so, phase. So of I it. was looking back through the events and the, the first event on there, I think was like game five. Like, so we had already been doing it a little bit before we created right. the Facebook. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, it, was, it, was, it was pretty cool looking back at that. Like, yeah, you said it was weird. It started, and game five, so you're like, okay, well. And so it was it was two months do. after we played uh, Lords of Waterdeep with Gary. So we had sometime in that at that moment, we decided we were going to play some games, almost weekly. It sounds already yeah. biweekly. Yeah, I think it was and, biweekly yeah. at that point. I think so. So so let's fast forward about a month after Facebook, and uh, Brian sends Gary and I an email. Yeah. Trying I was to, at I was at work. <laughs> I was inspired not to work. So real, real quick, rewind just a few days. So apparently June 22nd, 2013 is when Zaya Legends of a Drift S- oh. System. Oh, yeah. There are some more things happening in the background. Successfully funded. The and yeah. we, we'll come back to that later, but that's an, that, that's an, so an when, important event. So Zaya funded funds in, in June 22nd. June 22nd. 2013. 13. So, uh, so then we get to the email that Sean was re- referencing where you'd already like four days prior created a YouTube page. Yeah, I did. And then you were like, hey guys, I created this YouTube page. And if you guys want to be part of this. I already had these machinations in mind, right? Because yeah. the idea was, all right, full disclosure here. I mean, it's, it's kind of embarrassing to talk about now. But back then we thought we were going to be game designers and we thought we were going to um, kickstart some games. And Sean and I had looked into um, the possibility of starting with a card game because they're easy to produce and it's easy to find, uh, you know, stateside publishers yeah. that that had a decent price. The, I think the financial issues for us always came down to how do we advertise this game? How do we get this game out into the public conscious where we create the necessary hype to be successful uh, business people? So thought, hey, we'll, we'll review other people's games. So and, that was the idea. Yeah. Totally like selfishly. I want to say we we weren't as we weren't the nice guys we were trying to make ourselves out to be. We really wanted to establish ourselves so that we could advertise our own yeah, games, and so we go. can get our own Kickstarters funded at zero advertising cost. And the idea was we thought it was just going to be so easy to get on YouTube 
and get this following because we're charismatic, cool, attractive people. And then everybody would flock to us. They would watch our channel. And then we would just basically say, oh, by the way, we're also doing this thing. Yeah. We have these ulterior motives. I wouldn't and, call that selfish. I call that business savvy. Yeah. Well, sure. But but the idea is still like, as much as I really feel like we really are nice guys, we also knew that the purpose of this was very self-fulfilling. Yeah. And and we also knew that it was going to take a couple of years to establish. Well, we thought it would only take a couple of years <laughs> to establish. At the time, we're like, be patient, guys. A couple of years is not that long. <laughs> really, we didn't realize, oh my goodness, this stuff takes like... You know, decades to establish. We had like a lot of, um, yeah, we had like a lot of like, uh, <laughs> we were Starbucks naive, we were naive and, right? Yeah, so yeah, we met up at Starbucks, and but the idea was the initial idea was I had this YouTube, this is our assets YouTube and an email. We had pumpeople dot or we had pumpeople at gmail dot com yeah. as an email, as an asset. By the way, that's free. And we have a YouTube channel, <laughs> by the way, that's free too. I think I had a Kickstarter like username too. These are yeah. our list of assets are these things plus whatever we own personally, which was some camera equipment that Gary had, some some recording equipment I had. And we just said, hey, Let's, what do you guys think we can do with this? It's a brand name. Shuck's got a cool logo. Yeah. Let's let's make this a, a, a thing. Maybe, maybe so, not. So we had some fun with that. And so then, yeah. Two, two months after that, we, we finally had our first video up on YouTube. And do you remember do you remember recording your uh Sean your first uh Oh god, it was terrible. No, no, no. It wasn't the, your, the BGM? What, the B, yeah, the board yeah. game mechanics. We filmed it in here. Yeah. And we actually had a teleprompter. Do you remember that? Oh, remember. We had a teleprompter yeah. for him set up like at his I kitchen. Thought, it was so I was bad. impressed with you guys. <laughs> and I we were like, well, I I wanted to I wanted to look impressive. We were trying to impress Gary because he was new to the group. I, I wanted it to look impressive, like I actually knew what I was doing. Um because I had a little bit of background in filming and, and that kind of thing, but um, that recording session took so was long. That, it took like <laughs> yeah for like a what a ten minute video. We recorded about eight hours. Well, or I don't something. think we used any like of that three footage. in the morning. No, I don't think we. No, did. I take that back. We used was, I think one dice rolling footage from it, it Zombie Dice, hours, but it was really really long. It was really long. Yeah. What was, was the first video y'all put on? The YouTube? The first one we posted was my first DIY, which was uh, not what we recorded that night. But I think that was the first thing we recorded yeah. was Chuck's then we board game. Yeah. It was the dice box, was it not? But yeah. yeah, it was it was DIY, how to make a dice box, which a lot of my DIYs came off of things I was already trying and playing with and wanting to do. And even just looking at other YouTube videos that weren't game related, but were craft related and just translating it to a community that was looking yeah. specifically for board games. Of, of the, all the videos we did, I just I'll just make this point that we you did these DIY videos that I was I always thought this was fascinating. And it was you were they're all prototype. By the way, in case you're not curious, what that is, they're prototyping. Yeah, they're game prototyping components. because yeah. we were wanting to publish games, and we needed to be able to do. A Actually, prototype. we were just wanting videos. Yeah, and this is something I can do in my garage. So, so one one of the interesting, just a couple months after the YouTube, you had the the bifold board. Which I believe is the most popular video on our so. entire channel. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like the very original content, and then we tried all these reviews and things that yeah. didn't. We do spent hours that you actually we you spent hours editing the reviews that we spent hours filming, and then like they got nobody cares about views, that. They're like, and then we have like thousands of views on, on nobody on cares a, about yeah, our video you threw together because you were you were making a board for yourself. And you're like other people might want to know how to make this board. I'm gonna write a funny script. And, and present it, and then, like, and you record it in your garage, and, you know. What, 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 what amuses me about this is, do you guys remember when we thought we were board game reviewers? 
<laughs> yeah, so that was a phase. That was like our oh, awkward teenage phase. Where yeah. We thought, you know, <laughs> like, like where we thought we were like into goth, you know, like we thought we were board game reviewers. And then like, I mean, we do still review yeah. games and we still talk about a lot of games, but we were going to be the next like or at least some kind of dice tower you know, yeah. uh, you know, whatever that looks like, but we were just gonna be the well, pub and people were gonna be like cool and edgy. And that's part no, of, we that's part of how we brought proper Brian in eventually. Now we suckered proper Brian into getting in. He, what you're trying to say. He, yeah. We suckered him into it. <laughs> so yeah, I, yeah. I feel, I feel the opposite <laughs> we, way about we, it. But we had we'll secret meetings. We had secret meetings about like, how can we sucker this guy in here? Like, what do we need? Uh, what, what, what carrot will bring this guy in here? See, and I was uh, sitting there going, those guys, those guys just offered me a chance to get no board game group. Well, so so tell us a little bit. So to finish, so we we so Zaya, Zaya's tied into this. Can you tell us what was a little your bit perception? About how, yeah, how you how you us how and you and Brian and how you and uh, just Brian kind of got hooked up, and then how you started to become you we started involving you in the group. So when Zaya, first off, I, I need to say, and I think I've said this before, but my wife is the one who. Uh, backed Zaya for me, basically. I mean, I told her I wanted to, but she she did it as a, a Father's Day gift for me. And so, a uh, big shout that out. That alone is like to, a super cool part right, of the story. Like right. the best part of the story, right there. Right. So, um, I, I guess, uh, I mean, that game took a couple. It feels like it took a couple years, at least a year and a half, to 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 deliver. Yes. And towards the end of that, um, I got a message, uh, a Facebook message from Jess Bryan. And he said, hey, I was looking through, uh, like, the backers of Zion. I noticed uh, your name, and I, I, think, I think I know you. I know you're, I know you're from Abilene. I think I know you from, from church. And I was like, yep, that's me. And our know? wives knew each other. Yeah. Yeah. And so we kind of had this And I'd seen him. Connection. He played guitar on stage way back in the day. Ooh, and I, that's it, way back. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, and I, so I asked, uh, you know, I saw your picture on Facebook, and I was like, is that the dude who used to play guitar, like, up there back when we went? And Amanda's like, yep. And so that's my, – my wife was like, yeah, that's who that is. And so – and then they knew each other, so. Yep. Uh, and so, um, anyway, that started us conversating. And then uh, over the next couple months, I guess you guys invited me to to be a part of some 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 of the YouTube shenanigans. Um, yeah. What was it? Yardmaster was that? I think that was the first one I did. It was I think there was two that night, wasn't there? We, we played Yardmaster Express. I, I think you said both. We played Yardmaster Express and one other. So that was back when Microbrew wasn't a podcast. Microbrew was a YouTube um, series right. that we did. We just like that name so much. We, we like, like it. We, 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 we just it we just recycle it for different things. Next time when the podcast fails, we'll have another. We'll have Microbrew yeah, Game Night. Yeah, we'll you know, or, or or maybe it won't have anything to do with games at all. Maybe it'll just be a, we'll just serve beer. Yeah, we'll, but we'll um, actually be microbrewing beer. But, <laughs> but so. yeah, the idea was um, we we played these games that were easy to teach and quick or quick yeah easy to teach and quick to play, and we could do them in a short um, YouTube segment where there was no cuts really. Yeah. And the idea was, I can teach a get a group of people to play a game that has never played this game. Nobody at the table knows how to play it, but the person teaching it, and they would all get it and play it and have a good time playing it by the end of the video. That was the idea. And the videos were really fun. And I mean, if you get a chance to look at it, I think they, they're great. I think and they're great. Part of the them. part of the trick to that is you you got to pick the right game. Obviously, yeah. you got to pick the game so. that is actually quick to teach. But then Gary taught Yardmaster. What other game was that? I, I can't remember, but I, I only want to remember two. is Yardmaster. Yeah. I, so the, it, I think I butchered oh, a rule or the, something. The main date that I have listed is is when we played Deus yeah. on the YouTube. Well, which that's was, that's how we got him in in on face. But then we said, "Here's this guy Brian. 
Okay. We got to okay. get him into more games with us. We need to get fold him into something that well, we got to use him basically. And that's when we said <laughs> let's 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 play Deus together. Yeah. Yeah. So Deus was just shy of well, maybe a few months shy of a year after we created YouTube and and Pub Meeple and all the stuff that was going on. So about a year later, I guess. Yeah. We we had the the Deus and um, of course. I was really excited about it and uh, had been waiting for it. I saw a review on it. And on we're Dice reviewing Tower. it. So this yeah. is our so playthrough review our, series. What, what, yeah. Side note, yeah, yeah, so Deus, our love for Deus as a group has kind of like been around. And I mean, we loved it. Yeah. I remember you, you loved Wait, it from the moment we played it. So yeah. he comes and plays with us, and that was kind of the first big group together moment for all four of us. We played at my was, house that first time. Uh, oh, okay. So we we that's we right. Always we played them. We always played them before we actually got on YouTube. Yeah. Yes. It was back when we thought we could play it once and review a game, and we'd get together and we play it at least once, and then we would think about it for a week, and then we play it again in front of a camera. Right. So I remember. Yeah, though, yeah, so yeah. after after that playthrough, though, um, it was when um, Proper Brian left, and then you kind of pitched to Sean and I, because up until then it'd been what the year, year and a half, or however long we'd been hanging out at that point. Um, at that point, about two years or close to two years. And then you said, hey, um, I really kind of want to bring this guy in. And, um, I mean, we, we were, okay, cool. I mean, you know, he, he, he fit into our group. He fit in just kind of same, just kind of the same. I don't know. We, we shared a lot of things, a lot of commonalities. And so he fit in really well. And I think there had been a couple, I mean, we weren't anything really, but there was a couple of people that had kind of wanted to be kind of, pitching resources with us in the past and we'd kind of shied away from that because we were kind of like, ah. oh yeah you know we, we just the difference was we sought you out we said okay hey we really like this guy you fit in with what you're doing well at that point at that point i had a, a website that i was keeping up with my kind of like needed a, a free website a, a design diary <laughs> kind of thing for the game designs i was doing free i and thought so, we paid for the first couple of years no. so i didn't mean to interrupt you. free web no. developers so i don't think it's important you had already already been creating board game board game content before you yeah but i think that's yeah. why i mean you guys you guys saw someone who's doing something similar to what yeah. y'all were doing and i saw people who were doing something similar yeah. to what i was doing so so it was kind of like it was a natural yeah, was like a natural let's fit. let's pull together and it just kind of came down to which name we were going to go with. Yeah. Was it was going to be the pub or was it going to be your board game whatever the forgettable thing that was. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm just it was, kidding. I'm just it was kidding. board game <laughs> theory dude, by dude, the way. Which I think was actually, a cool name. It's actually a better name. We should have stuck with that. I well, was just but, messing with you. Well, we peer pressured him to doing the the <laughs> It's like 3 to 1. You, what are you, you going to do, you right? You can come on board. <laughs> we we want one. you on board, but we're going to keep our name. Uh it made perfect sense to me. Yeah. So I remember that was a really fun time. And I think that was about the time where we kind of really kind of some really cool things were happening. I mean, right after that. So Brian helped us with our, with the website. We went to helped us. I mean, he single handedly yeah. built well, this yes, website. Yeah, he, he built the website. I, honestly, I've said this to you guys and I'm not just, this is just lip service because Brian's here. I don't know if I've ever, I, I might've said this in front of you, but I'm going to say it to everybody, bringing proper Brian in is probably the best thing that we ever did. And, and yeah. I mean, and I'm not, I'm not just seriously, I, he, I'm embarrassing him, but, but there's a reason for it. Um, we, we were YouTube because that was from where my skills were right. And your skills, Gary, with, with the camera work. So we had uh, very limited skill set. 
we had very limited perspective, although we were all varied in our ways. We're also all young at this. Bring in somebody who has been in the hobby longer than the rest of us. Bring in somebody in the hobby who had other skills than us. I mean, it just, it was kind of a, it was on purpose, but we didn't really know how good it was going to be. We thought it was going to be better, but we didn't know how much better. And I really think that, you know, we didn't have a website. We didn't have anything that we have now until proper Brian came in. It was really a great decision. So I'm really grateful that, that you said yes, that that he said yes. (laughs) Yeah, It was great. No, it was, it was kind of neat because like, um, you had a lot of really good ideas. It was nice to have another, another new, a fresh take on things and so then we I probably started, had too many ideas i apologize for those no, and, and so we started doing some cool things we actually went to a local uh, an area con yes uh, uh that that same year i believe um yeah and we that was one where we just, just everybody's invited we just showed up we showed up and we showed up proper brian's our fresh meat yeah. he actually posed for a picture in our brand new shirt we just got some new shirts made here locally and they weren't like cool printed shirts but they were like the vinyl, like they look like your baseball shirt, your local <laughs> baseball shirt that you get. And and we had those printed just for the four of us, and we all took a picture together, which has been on our <laughs> I page. I my shirt at home. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. But the the cool thing was was it was the first time it was like the four of us in a public way, yeah. uh, just like here's who we are, and nobody knows who we are. We go to San Angelo to the first West, West Texas Tabletop Con. Nobody knows who we are, and we're what we do. What do we do? We carry around a camera, and we act like we're something. Yeah. <laughs> and, we, we and people are like, and we put I put a big boom mic on the camera <laughs> that honestly I thought was working the whole time. It didn't work, yeah, but yeah. it made it, the camera look really cool. I even had like a backpack where the core was coming out of it. I looked like a freaking <laughs> Ghostbuster with like an ectoplasm thing on my back. And I, I remember it was the first time I met Rick Perez, and he goes, he said something like. He says something. He's really nice, really nice guy. He says something like, "Cool camera, man. I think I got, you know, I got a rig like that or something." And I think to myself, looking back on that moment, "You're so nice." No, you don't. I mean, you got something that's legit. I got like this. This you could tell like I Jimmy rigged this whole thing. But everybody's really super cool, super yeah. nice. And we just walked around and pretended like we were we were somebody. And so somehow, like they needed some, they needed someone they could easily coerce and just walking around a video. No, I think we really fooled them. I really think yeah. we fooled them into thinking so we were cool. We we did and some official media for them so, the next year. That's right. So yeah, also Sam and Z were there uh, from the Dice Tower. We got away <laughs> from them. Yeah, I wouldn't say we met them. No, no, no. I'm saying they were there. They were yeah, there. I didn't say we cool. met. I got a picture with Z. That's about all that I ever. I remember had. looking over at Z, and <laughs> I and I. It's one of those moments where um, I really felt like, where did I know that guy from? And it didn't dawn on me for like about two or three minutes. Oh, he's like board game famous, right? Like he's like ni- what hobby is that? Niche, hobby board niche famous. famous. But it was weird because it took me a minute to register that and then i had to like back myself up like okay don't be starstruck he's just another dude you know so it's cool yeah. and we're cool too and he should be happy to he should be like don't i know that guy from somewhere don't he have some cool diy videos <laughs> uh. so yeah so then the next year we filmed it and uh, we actually got to meet sam and z that year and interview them i believe yeah is that the year we yeah so this is the that? this is when we got the official invite we got an to official the, invite the second year the second year westx tabletop yeah. con they want us a live stream um Gaming. That was wild. And we spent the whole year acting like we knew how to do what they wanted us to do. Behind the scenes, we were panicking. We were. I was like, we bought equipment. We bought all kinds of stuff to try to make this thing happen. After this, sometime after this, I think we realized that we weren't ever going to be YouTube stars. 
Uh, wait, wait, wait. We're not? Yeah. Well, we we've were. told you that we were, but we'll, oh, we'll talk yeah. about this after the podcast. We, we have some news to break to you. <laughs> but, so. but funny thing, before, before that, the funny thing about all this is, is I finally got to meet Scott Morris. Yeah. Talks from Crit Happens. Yeah. And it was the second West Texas Tabletop Con that we were invited to. I wasn't told I couldn't interview him. But I wasn't necessarily told that he was on, yeah. that I like, he needed to be. He interviewed. was the guy that was gonna, like, they told me I can interview the Dice Tower guys. They told me I can interview, I, I wanted to interview the people throwing the con, like Wanda yeah. and James. Um, I could interview Rick Perez, which we, we met the year before and we actually started to develop that relationship even, with. And he's, he's a good friend now. Um, uh, we even interviewed the heavy cardboard people too. Yeah. We did some other well, stuff like they, that. They mentioned that. But Scott, at the time, he's not, I mean, he, he's, he's in um, Passport Games, he's doing some things. But he's not like that YouTube celebrity anymore because he's kind of pulling back from Crit Happens. I wanted to meet Scott. So I remember making the executive decision. I walked across the room and I said, you're Scott Morris, right? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, I'm from, I'm Brian. I'm from Pub Meeple. And I'm supposed to interview. Um, and what what's a good time? And just, yeah, whatever works for you. And that's how I met Scott. Like, I finally got to meet the guy I wanted to meet the next year. Yeah. And it's, I pray, basically... Maybe that was the intention, maybe not, but I didn't care. I like I took the initiative. I went out and met him, and I gotta say, like, I know Scott's one of those people that has tons of good friends, and and he's 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 a. But I'm I'm super glad I know this guy. Like yeah, he's, he's the cool coolest guy, guy that you could probably ever meet. He's a really he, cool. He guy. helps so many game designers, and he is the guy that you want to game with at convention. Yeah. Poor guy, he doesn't get to game very much, but because uh, he's always fielding everybody else's questions, but. He's the guy you want to meet. Anyway. And we've so, since got to game with him on a couple of occasions. And oh, that's yeah. kind of a, a friendship that the, the pub's kind of developed. Uh, it's, it's been kind of, it's you know, that stemmed from that. And uh, just you taking the initiative there. And then I think that uh, that same year is when the BGRE launched, right? 2016? Yeah. So we had a revamp right. of the yeah. website. Yep. Yeah. Revamp the website. The BGRE, I believe. B- BGRE. BGRE, for those who don't know, is the board game ranking engine. Yeah. And, uh, and then I think from there... We started doing, we did the BGRE, the website. We started focusing on putting more website, content on the website. We started this podcast. And so as we did that, we kind of started shifting. Where we will, we'll well, podcast, still post. So let's, let's talk about time frame. Yeah. We're looking at BGRE late 2016, podcast early. 2017, January 2017. Yeah. And I remember we had been doing the um, the YouTube stuff, but we kind of realized we needed to, to make some changes. And I think at the end of the year of 2016, we were talking like we had a meeting. We're like, hey, where do we want to go? Because our reviews, we're not going to do the reviews anymore. I think, because I, think they don't what, get a lot. I think what the conversation was time investment. Like, what what kind of amount of time investment did we want to do? We wanted to focus more on gaming, and we were not getting to game as much. Yes, we right. were trying we to were do too on much content, so much. Yeah, and gaming so little. We're like, are we even gamers? Can yeah, we really well, talk about gaming? Yeah, it's like, can we review the games and we barely even get to play these games? So we thought. A website was a good idea to review in a, and I guess rewinding back in time because I mean everybody does YouTube now. But we we thought, well, if we did a written review, it would give us less time and content and more time with gaming. Right. Yeah. And and so that was kind of right the transition I there. If, I don't know if y'all remember, but that that first year on the website like that, what we decided to do is we took our top tens and we said we're going to write review like each of us are going to write a review of. I think we tried to cover all of our top tens yeah. that year. Yeah, I think we did. Which I thought we was, did. Which oh, I yeah. thought was pretty, pretty cool. Sure we did. 
that yeah. so I mean it was more like recommendations. I mean that we were reviewing the games. It's not like in fact that's I, I would say at least more than fifty percent of our reviews online. The written ones probably came from that year, right? Yeah, yeah for probably. sure. Yeah. yeah, we did most like of if our. You go back and look at that list. Most of our website content was from that year. We were still yeah. kind of trying to find yeah. find who we were, and I remember at uh, at one time, you know, I know um, you were doing, you were really involved with the website, and you were doing a lot of content, and you were trying to schedule everything, uh, proper Brian, and. You know, and at one point we even kind of had, uh, and this, I'm trying to remember, where in the timeline, I don't know, somewhere in that time, 2016, 2017, we kind of even scaled some of that back. Um, well, and I, it, I think Robert Ryan was getting a little overwhelmed with some of it. Yeah. And we were we were trying to be heavily involved with Twitter, which we've decided is that, that yeah, I don't know. We, yeah. <laughs> we dabble Twitter. in We dabble in that. <laughs> I, I got tired of trying to be, yeah. try, trying to make a name, you know? And well, I just wanted to enjoy. I gotta say, I kind of felt bad about that because, like, I had the same experience with YouTube, I was, right? I was like, here, here let's so build, let's build a brand. Some, let's. You let's and have... I had some private conversation about that because my early efforts was on building our brand, and then we bring you in, and my fear was always, here's a guy that has so much to offer. Are we going to be able to like support his needs? And then you really pushed hard to build the brand. Yeah. And I felt like I almost passed the baton to you on this project that was, I mean, it's really difficult if you're not producing content constantly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I would say that's the biggest hurdle for all of us that want to produce content. Everybody out there that's producing content, the biggest hurdle is yeah. producing content well, the- and maintaining your gaming status. Because we felt like we had to do one and not the other. As family men, as men with families and, and kids, how do we... Do everything well, and, the and other, still maintain it. The other part of that was maintaining. I mean, you kind of have to maintain these social friendships with people. I mean, like social media kind of friendships. It's like you have to develop these relationships with people via social media, really. To, uh, I mean, because that's and and then you're you know you're known, and then your stuff gets shared out, and then you like more people know about you. It's kind of this. Uh, this snowballing effect that happens. And honestly, that was exhausting to me. I was like, I I don't, I'm not good. Like I'm, I'm very, I'm very introverted and, so, and I don't, I don't do well with like interacting with people I don't know. And so it was hard. So what you're saying is we need to bring a fifth person. That's all about marketing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I tried. I need a marketing person. I need a marketing guru. Listening. We just, you want a job? For free? Yeah, we're well, not gonna no pay, pay you. Yeah, we're not paying you. Uh, but I do remember. We like might give we, you a beer. <laughs> we give you a six pack. We give you a sixer here and there. Um, no, I, I do remember when we were talking about all that, and and we kind of and so we've gone through several kind of permutations as, as pub people, and kind of refocused a few times. And I think even when we did the podcast, because I remember I'd wanted to do a podcast for a while, but I, I was a little little hesitant. We all we all we had other things going on, and so when we had that conversation. Remember we all we all threw out that idea and we were like kind of mulling it over. We we're like, I think we could do a podcast. The editing side would be a little easier, and and we don't have the overhead of yeah. Let's of time. let's talk about that for a second because when you mentioned a podcast, I was thinking I've done YouTube. I know how much time that takes, and yeah, audio is easier than video, but it's still editing. Yeah, it's still a lot of time commitment. It's still us getting together, committing the same amount of time we got together when we would all get together to make YouTube content yeah. right and set the video i mean maybe a little less setup takedown time yeah. but really the time we sit here talking 
is very similar to the time we used to set up our old stuff. And so I honestly felt like the only silver lining here is maybe it's less work for me yeah. and somebody else will edit some and we can kind of share some of that burden. But I'll be honest, I had my doubts about the podcast, I was, but I said, you know what? It, it's worth a shot because yeah. I still want to make this a thing. And honestly, we've been podcasting consistently and we enjoyed a lot more than we've ever like YouTubed and ever did those things. So if you ever wonder why one fell off and one rose, I really feel like it's just because our enthusiasm for the podcasting is just more consistent. Yeah. Now our podcast and this, and I'll, I'll take, take the, the blame for this. Uh, when we first started the podcast, we were much more infrequent, but I think also we were all at different part points in our lives and it, it was kind of tough to, to, to become regular. And I know proper Brian, you, you've always been one who has tried to keep us on a schedule. And so I think, and I, I know this year we kind of have it. We, we started off this year. We ended last year and started this year like with a, with a better plan. And, and we've been more consistent, but even like last year, we were a lot more consistent with, with putting out monthly content. Yeah. We, we released yeah. podcasts every, every month last year. And that was yeah. our goal was to, to record once and release once. And this year, we're trying to do two a month. We're, two we're a month, doing, yeah. Uh, this being one of them. Podcasts yeah. and, a, and, a, and a microbrew. And so, uh, you know, I think we, we were kind of maturing a little bit as as, as, as podcasters or media creators. And, and also, we, we maybe have kind of hit a sweet spot if we know what amount of time we can invest. And so, it's just been kind of an interesting evolution. What from, kind of content creators yeah. that we are, actually. Like, it's, it's interesting because uh, I, I feel like we have tried to run the gambit of everything we could possibly do as content creators in a hobby of this particular hobby. And we finally found, even if, even if only there's three people listening, we finally found what we actually enjoy, what we will put efforts into. Right. And so I I agree with exactly what you're saying. We've kind of had to come into that swing of things, but it is, it is, this is the thing we like doing. So fast forward a little bit, um, about half a year later after the podcast, uh, releases or whatever the first one so we have the first criticon that we get invited to by uh scott who we mentioned earlier and so that was extremely fun and then we were really starting to dig into the hobby and and meeting new people um some important people other i mean i i enjoyed and we're also getting to play test games for you know which is what we enjoy doing was helping other people get into the hobby and, and, and uh, design games and we're getting to play new games with meet new people. It, I felt like that moment was kind of getting back to our roots was the whole concept of what pub Meeple was founded on was when we first got to go to that, that Criticon and we were invited and it was like kind of a, a little soul kind of uh, came full circle to, yeah. to what we wanted to do at the beginning when we we're back running and, and we really wanted to, design to be part of the design process and then help people promote their games. Yeah. And so that was just, it was extremely fun to do that. And then even though we never promoted our own games, I will say that since that time we promoted like, like several games that people were either kickstarting or coming out with. Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, like that we actually got to do some of what we set out to do. So just shortly after that, um, uh, Eric summer name drops us. And a video for the board game ranking engine. That was kind of very cool. that shortly. Cool moment. That's where it really started to take off. I think he did his top 100, and it it has just blossomed 
from that I've point. I've mentioned this before. Yeah. But when Brian told us about the board game ranking engine at the beginning, I didn't get it. Yeah. He told me about it, and I was like, yeah, that's cool. I had no clue like this was actually like yeah. a good. I I just thought passion project, right? Yeah, you want to do passion project? The pub is for that for the four of us specifically, and for even our gaming community as a whole, if we can help them. But specifically for the four of us, it's always been, what do you want to do? And if you want to do it, then we trust you and do yeah. it. But I didn't get it. I was like, okay, I hope he's not wasting his time. And oh my goodness, it's been like the best that, like I said, yeah. you're the best thing that we've brought into. I specifically mentioned your work on the board game ranking engine because it's been a gem since yeah. then and it's just grown well, and taken a life of its own. I think it's helped refine us as gamers anyway, just being able to know where our games stand. Like we, we mentioned the first year of the website where we, we published our top 10. And then the second year we had the BGRE and man, my, my games from the, the previous year were just kind of all over the place. Like I picked games that I thought I liked in the top 10. And then the next year it like really just kind of came down and, and a lot of that hasn't changed much. Like I've, it, it's been kind of a foundation. There's been a little evolution and some growth in that, but I mean, it, it, it really helps like kind of help, you know, define. Yeah, I agree with you. And in fact, I, I would go so far as to say that the board game ranking engine on our website has become a type of locust, if you know what I mean. Like, not like the chirping bug, right? But the, 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 the central kind of aspect that has slowly defined us as not just an entity as a pub, but even as our contribution to gaming, right? Yeah. And I, that's one of been one of the interesting things. I think <clears throat> as, we're thinking about all the different ways we've tried to uh, like participate in the hobby. And it's, it's almost like, you know, when, when we're trying to do reviews, it's almost like we're yelling into a really crowded space oh, yeah. and it's hard to hear what, you know, what we're saying because we're, you know, not, it's, not very many people know us and there's lots of people already saying the same things. And so, um, and I honestly, when I, when I started doing the, the ranking engine stuff. It wasn't, I had no idea what it would become, yeah. but it was something that was like, Hey, this is different. This is something that, uh, isn't really, you know, like no one's really, no one else is really doing this. And it was honestly a way for me to like, to learn something new. Like I really wanted to learn uh, web development stuff. <laughs> and, and so it was like, Hey, cool. this combines something I want to learn with a hobby that I enjoy. And so, you know, here we go. And, um, but I had no idea. Like I was looking the other day and we're, you know, we get, you know, on average, you know, 500 people using it a day. And it's just like, wow, really? Like, that's just crazy to me. You know, Hey, the things we do though, like we just have, we have a lot of fun with it and that, that we're at the sweet spot yes. now that the things we're doing now are all things we have fun with. We're not going to do it if we don't have fun. And we've, we've kind of gotten to a point where it's like, we're not going to dump time into things that we don't like. You love doing the coding mm -hmm. and stuff and it's always a challenge to you, right? Yep. And, uh, I mean that, I, mean, I guess that brings us like to the top nine thing that we did for the, I mean, that was kind of baked into the ranking engine, but that became its own little yeah. thing too, uh, which has been really cool to see people use. I mean, that was just another challenge for me. It was like, how can I, you know, take, uh, these images from you know this other place, and 
make a grid out of them that anyways it was it was a, a super fun uh challenge for me to do but that, that's what drove me to do it so so that kind of brings us to here where we are now yeah so we've got this podcast we've got the bgre we occasionally do we still have the youtube channel which will occasionally uh, post um, yeah, too, I but, uh, we, I we always have to apologize every time we talk about the YouTube channel. I kind of hang my head a bit. It's like we always have plans, but well, uh, and, and last year was great. Like we started really strong last year. My wife and I said, you know, we're going to rejuvenate this YouTube channel. And she was behind me. Like she's like, yes, we're going to do this. We had like a big thing where um, w- within our home life, we had a lot of extra time yeah. and we foresaw this thing going and picking up and she's going to support the gaming. So we started date night. We started a few other things like the the um, that I still want to do, and well, we still want to do them. Up. My wife and I talked about well, it a, a couple of days ago. We still want to do these things, but life happens, things change, yeah. and and we weren't able to continue the way we kind of promised we would. And I still feel bad about that. I and like you said, we still have plans to do them. Yeah, we just haven't done them. Well, the the cool thing is, much like our our, our gaming tastes, and if you listen back to our last last episode just kind of tying this all back together because uh, last in our in episode uh, 26 we talked about a personal gaming history and if this is like the gaming his, the history of the pub kind of what brought us you know the, the story of how kind of how we got to where we're at now um you know who knows where we go from here maybe we maybe we dive maybe next year we all dive back into youtube and and, and we and we love it but um what's interesting is our you know as our taste as a group of change as, as our our desires or our time our time the time we have to invest in things um, it's just kind of neat to see where we are now. And I think we've, we've had some fun. We've done some interesting things and I kind of look, really look forward to what we're going to do in the future. You know, uh, the BGRE is not going away. It's not going to get any smaller, right? It's only going to grow and, and morph into other things, you know, reach into whatever else you can dream up, you know, proper Brian. <laughs> and, and then hopefully, you know, I'd love to see how far we can run with this and kind of just see where, where we go. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this is a great group and you know, so Hey, Chuck, thanks for, I've thanked you before, but thanks for inviting me to that Lords of Waterdeep game. And I was way in over my head and I was like, you know, Hey, what, what's going on? But now, you know, the tables have yeah. turned. Now you, you introduced Lacerda to me and I'm way over my head. Yeah. So, Hey, there we go. <laughs> uh, I got you in the end. <laughs> Surprise sucker. <laughs> so I guess, uh, you've been Lacerda. <laughs> so, Oh, that, that that ought to be a thing. Hey, let's let's make that a thing there. But um, I guess hey, let's let's go ahead and end it for now. But uh, who knows? Maybe at episode one hundred we'll have another uh, history of the pub volume two. You know, a brief history of the pub volume oh, two. People are yeah, gonna yeah. edge your seats for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. People are gonna be clamoring for that I one. Can't wait for the that. most requested email we that? get. Oh my you know, goodness. But, uh, hey, well, th- thanks for sticking with us. And as always, man, I, I enjoy um, enjoy sitting around the table talking games with you guys. And uh, until next time, peace. Thanks for listening to the Bub Meeple Podcast. If you enjoyed our content, like and subscribe. Share with your friends. You can find us on Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter at pubmeeple.com. Our website, www.pubmeeple.com. Home to the board game ranking engine. And always remember, support your local breweries.